I am a collector of aha moments. So I love sharing when something that is commonly said as a platitude is explained in more depth. So fuck the surface level. Surrender is some bullshit yogis and spiritual people say when shit is fucked and they just don't know what else to say. We don't really get into surrendering to the good, abundant, receiving love, although that is a whole other thing too. Instead, surrender is one of those words that often leaves us wondering, how though? Of course, terrible things are going to happen. Heart shattering, earth shaking losses. Death and destruction of life as we know it, the old patterns and feelings we fight to process tooth and nail, they come back when we least expect it. We fall off the wellness wagon. We have less than higher self-quality reactions and dive face fucking first back into the swamp. So what does it even mean to surrender? First of all, Sometimes we learn what surrender is, what it feels like in our body, by first giving up. One of those, fuck it, I give up. It feels like life has blown up in your face and you have nothing left. If this is where you are, you have the cleanest slate. You have the opportunity to completely destruct what was. Fuck it. I give up means creating space, and you cannot fake that. It is living in just not knowing. It is giving up everything you think should be happening for what really is happening. Brene Brown talks about how she set out to study vulnerability. And in her interviews, when she asked people about vulnerability, the humans, they told her stories about shame instead. Usually, when you talk about surrender, you first have to witness the raw, real, visceral resistance. You have to live the hard no before relenting unwillingly to the yes as the only option. And I want to stop right here and tell you that I know what it's like to feel like everything is falling apart. I could give you stories from every age, every year of my life, but I'll give you one. And that is just before we were pandemic, I finally was like, I need to get in touch with my finances. I need to figure this out because it's out of control. So I have debt. I have debt that feels like it's fucking crushing me and it's from taking trainings uh spiritual junkie training after training after training thinking this next one is going to be the one and instead I am just in debt and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna figure it out and I started going to the bank and doing all these things and it was like actually you're not gonna work at all no one is there is no work we're all gonna stay home <laughs> So this is a lie for me. Surrender when everything is falling apart. I, I want to honor and recognize that if you came to this episode because of the title and you are being put through the ringer, 
that you are not alone and I'm not minimizing your circumstances and you can toss everything that I say out until it's actually time to listen to something like this. Okay, that is the caveat. Now, the thing that you think is the only thing holding you together, it isn't. And you're going to be fine. Okay, good, better than ever, eventually. The thing that you see in that person, that situation, that course, fuck. <laughs> that thing that you see in whatever you're holding on to that feels like it's holding you together, it's actually inside of you. And you know this because you allowed this thing to hold you and support you. Whereas you didn't choose to lean on other things, you chose that. That container of a person, place, thing to be your jumping off point, your anchor. You will always be in charge of directing your energy towards love and in charge of what the environment inside of you is like. For me, I have the support of soul squad forever and an overflowing life tools kit for sure i have a deeply changed vibration and i'm still often often full body fucking terrified my ego i define that as conditioned thought stories my ego still tells me that this was all bullshit and my life will go back to the way that it was your situation, it could be really different from mine. My life is weird, but it is still the case that nothing outside of you is your glue. So just a reminder that you, you got this. We got this. Even when we're not quite okay and we can't find our footing, it's safe to fall apart. Your power is not borrowed. You are a cosmic artist and the world needs you. You are holding you together. Now, the next thing that we need to talk about before we even begin to breach the topic of surrender. So first we talked about giving up, <laughs> giving up and falling apart. Now we need to talk about conditioning. When we get right mixed up inside, I do this, it can be easy to believe that people don't change whether you think that is about the world at large or about yourself. I usually think it about myself. It certainly feels that way when we are in the same old awful place again. Okay, I'll play along. You know I like to do this. I will forget what I have learned about the hard work of reprogramming neural pathways and just agree. I will agree that who you are at your core never changes. You divine ass being. Instead, the process that looks like change externally is truly more of an uncovering. You are born a wild, beautiful human animal. Totally dependent on the outside world to tell you who you are and how to be. You live in perpetual whys and hows until you file away all the information like a sponge. As you get older, you stop asking questions and start knowing. 
not knowing like a greater inner intelligence of nature, but knowing like you have chosen a stance on controversial subjects. You have a favorite color. You put on labels like sweaters and coats and socks until you're barreling around hot and heavy and you just need to freaking let something go. When it gets messy and you're shedding those layers, it feels uncomfortable. You feel like a newborn, raw and exposed. So let's lean on the ultimate wisdom of Wayne Dyer here. He says, remind yourself that you cannot fail at being yourself. It's like this. Transformation is picking a goal and getting there. Like losing 20 pounds, transformed. Yes, that feels good. Check. Maybe it lasts. Maybe it doesn't. Transcendence is flailing naked into the unknown and coming out the other side of this chaos, something you couldn't have anticipated. Life is just different now and you can never go back to the way it was. You feel different inside yourself. You've risen to your occasion. All right. We're ready to talk about surrender. I really like this quote by Gabrielle Bernstein. She says, when you think you've surrendered, surrender more. Surrender more. For me, I probably spend enough time talking to the universe in my head and out loud that I look like I've lost it. At first, I used to be embarrassed by it, but now I'm proud to be this wild, witchy woman. Truly, I adore practices of faith. That word might have a meaning for you, but follow me here. Faith as in complete trust without needing any predetermined constructs to support it. Faith in beauty, faith in receiving, faith in truth, cultivating the tender space of faith within means that you can get to surrender without the rock bottom part some of the time. In yoga philosophy, surrender is one of the niyamas. This is the yogi's way of being. And instead of it being an action, it's an observation. And truthfully, it's also not just surrender, it's surrender to God. And replace that word if you want to with something else, but it's surrender to something, to something bigger than you. So be curious about what it means to observe surrender instead of acting on surrender. What would it feel like to know that something out there has your back? That there is literally nothing you need to do about it? Leaning in can look like softness and willingness to see the learning, to be the curious student of this moment. It can mean acknowledging that you are not in control. You have never been in control. Control is something that I've been hearing about a lot lately. In my private group, in our yoga teacher training, I think that when the world outside gets shaken up, we want to hold on to something instead of letting ourselves be shaken with it. And control doesn't work for me. 
I'm a perfectionist and control makes me negative, I'll say. So instead of seeking control, I'm choosing faith. Faith in me. Faith in me. That I can handle it, that I can do this. So what if you had complete and total faith all the way into your bones, penetrating your heart space deep into every cavity of your mind? Faith that everything is working. Now what? Here's how we land surrender. It's like, I love to give you three steps or whatever. I just want you to have something to take away that maybe you can list in your brain the next time you're like, oh, Nikki said. So one, reflect on the big death. The big death is when your human body dies, by the way. Reflect on the big death. If you've never thought about your own death, if you've never thought about the fact that you are going to die, I highly recommend reading The Untethered Soul. It's a great book. I'll put it in the show notes. So reflect on your eventual death, the slow breakdown of the human vessel, leaving this life of form, space, oneness. That's big. That's big. Number two, in order to do that, practice the little deaths. The ending of ways of being. The shedding of layers that cover the light and the truth. Even something as small as the pause at the end of your exhale breath. Surrender more. Number three. This is how we're landing surrender. It's a, an experience. It's how we know surrender. We're familiar, intimate with surrender. Number three. Find your humans who understands your undoing, who sees the beauty in leaving parts of you behind and becoming new. My meditation teacher, he once said something that I love it. I can't handle it. He was talking about cell phones. So he was talking about how in the yoga room, some people, they have to keep their cell phone on their mat and they have to look at it. And he, had, he actually had a lot of sympathy for them. And he said to us, because maybe less sympathy for us, because we're putting ourselves out there to teach meditation, he said, put yourself away and suffer the loss. Just suffer the loss of those pieces of you, whether it's your cell phone, a loss of clothing, moving, a relationship. Put yourself away and suffer the loss. I want to end this podcast by telling you a story. You know the story of the two wolves that exist inside every one of us. It's a Native American story and it goes that there's one dark wolf and one light wolf and they're at an eternal battle. And a boy asks his grandfather, oh my gosh, who wins though? Is it the big bad wolf or is it the, the white light wolf? And the story goes that the one you feed wins. And I heard this story so many times, it's very moving, just like that. If you feed the light wolf, the light wolf wins. And then maybe a year and a half ago, I heard this story told differently. I, and this is what I mean by telling you, this is where we started sharing an aha moment. This was an aha moment for me. 
Another way to look at this story is what happens when you starve a wolf? You might not know this. I live in Alberta, so I know a little bit about the nature. We live really close to the mountains. When you starve an animal, it's going to come at you. It's hungry. It wants to eat. So if you starve the dark wolf, you could be setting yourself up to be viciously attacked. And if you think about what the dark wolf represents for you, that could be thought stories, old patterns that keep you small and in pain, in survival mode. And if that wolf comes for you, it could be very difficult to get out of that loop. So what if we feed both wolves? What if we embrace every single fucking part of who we are? And, you know, maybe the dark wolf doesn't get to make decisions, doesn't get to drive the car, but it is welcome and part of the pack. So that's where I want to end this podcast, that whether you are in the muck of life doing the give up, fuck it, or if you are in a season of receiving and surrendering into something beautiful, that every single aspect of our experience is welcome and meant for us and is a teacher, even when that sounds annoying. Let us breathe. Let us breathe.